Happy birthday, Trent. As you know, as you've heard already, this is our 23rd birthday. And birthdays are really a time for celebration. So as we do every year, in a moment, we'll be hearing from a few members of the church as they share some of their experiences, what it has been like to be part of this family. And we celebrate some of what God has done among us. Birthdays can also be a time of reflection, times to look back and see the way we've changed, you know, over time. I enjoyed that film. I think I enjoyed it anyway, that we showed at the beginning of the service. Some of those older photos bringing back memories of fashion in the 90s, for one thing. And uh, it was a little disconcerting to see some of our hairstyles um, in those photographs there. But, but also memories of what it was like, you know, in the early days. Those of you who have been around here for a long time might have had the same experience. Perhaps you were with us when we moved from rented venue to rented venue in the early days. All of our equipment, that was all of our sound gear and lighting gear and kids' equipment, everything was in a trailer that lived in our garage, and I used to hitch it up and drive it. We'd unload the whole thing, put it up together at uh, these various venues. Or maybe you're one of those who cleared up. We used to go in on Sunday morning, and the Saturday night parties, I think they figured out, I told them, we'll be the best like um, tenant or whatever, you know, renter you've ever heard of. We're going to be so good. We're going to be so tidy. Please, let's use it. Anyway, they took us at our word, and so they didn't bother to clear up on a Saturday night. So we would go in there, ashtrays turned over, cigarette butts everywhere, chicken bones, vomit, all broken glasses. And we had to do that, many of us, before we even started to set the chairs out. How many of you remember that? (laughs) The early setup team is still here. And then uh, so many of you gave money to buy this land, build this warehouse, and then continued in your generosity to enable the purchase of more land and the extensions, first that way and then that way to this auditorium, and then building other facilities on site with the youth center, the kids center, the arches. And Debbie and I really are, we're just so grateful for each and every one of you who over the years has invested here financially. And given your time, whether it's here on a Sunday or other stuff that goes on during the week, being part of what God is doing here. So as we reflect on the last 23 years, a lot has changed. I'm pleased the hairstyles and the fashion has. Uh, But not least our size. It seems incredible that when we first started, there were eight adults and two children committed to the church. And every year, God's continued to bring more people you know, to become part of the family here. Some of you here for the very first time tonight, welcome. We hope you might find a home among us. And that's, of course, why we're embarking on this next significant development that many of you will know about in four weeks' time, moving from two to three services on a Sunday in order to make more space. And we're delighted to see how many people have signed up to, you know, caught the vision for this and sign up to meet the need. Many of you, uh, even in the evening, some of you will go and serve in the morning as well. And uh, we're in a very healthy position with teams now. But if you've not yet signed up to serve and you would like to, there is space. We've got quite a few little gaps on those teams. So please do talk to someone at the Connect area if you'd like to. And we're expectant, really, for what God will do now in the coming years as we continue to make room for more. Although what Trent, this church looks like, has changed continually, really, over the last 23 years. God's goodness hasn't, and the vision that he gave us as we began really hasn't either. 
In the first four meetings in the life of the church, I was up a ladder decorating through the day and uh, thinking, thinking, coming down the ladder, writing a couple of notes and, and getting ready then to preach or give a talk in the evening. And Debbie and I spoke, and I gave uh, most of it, but a series of talks outlining our vision and values. It was about three hours of teaching, I think, over four weeks. And these have now been edited down to a 47-minute recording with snippets from the original recordings of those meetings, which are terrible sound quality, alongside some commentary and reflections from present day. And from tomorrow, you can access these on our website. You can go via podcast, or you can use this link, trentv.org, Vision Podcast. Um, and I really would encourage you to listen to them, whether you're here for the first time today, or you've been with us for many, many years. I think you'll find them to be interesting. I just this week listened to the edited version, and it really is amazing to hear what was said 23 years ago when there were, well, 37 at that very first meeting, and uh, to see how it's happened, like in ways far beyond what we had possibly even imagined back then. So as we do every year, we're now going to hear from a few members of the church and uh, glimpses of experience as they share their story, what it's been like to be part of Trent. Uh, I trust they will celebrate the church, they'll celebrate relationships, but they will also point us in one direction. While we're celebrating the church's birthday, and that's appropriate, this celebration really is about something far greater, someone far greater. This is celebrating God, the father of this family, and every other expression of the church across the world, every denomination, every nation. God, who out of his extravagant generosity has brought us together. Let me finish by reading a verse which Dave Miller used last week in his talk on prayer. But this time I'm reading from a different translation. It's called the Amplified Bible Translation. The verse is Ephesians 3 verse 20. Now to him who is able to carry out his purpose and do super abundantly more than all we dare ask or think, infinitely beyond our greatest prayers, hopes, and dreams, according to his power that is at work within us, to him, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. I think it's fair to say that God has already over these years carried out his purpose and done super abundantly more than all we dared ask or think. And as we look to the coming years, we can be confident that he will continue to do so. To him, it says, be glory in the church. No glory for any individual. No glory to the church itself. All the glory belongs to him. To God be the glory, great things he has done. Would you please join me in welcoming our first couple of people, George and Jane. Evening. How great to be here. Over to you. It's me first. It's you first. Uh, <laughs> as John says, we're George and Jane. We've been married 24 years and have two sons, Sam and Will, aged 22 and 17. We joined Trent a little over 18 years ago, but our journey with the church began before then as we were regular visitors on Sunday evening, traveling from out of the area. We were struggling in our church and desperate for more of God. 
The vision for the church here and the wider city was so exciting. We loved the worship and the expectation that the Holy Spirit would be present. It was somewhere we felt comfortable inviting friends who didn't know Jesus, and it was a place where we could be real with others and with God. And, uh, and that was an aspect that was really valued. It became clear that the Lord was leading us to settle here, and so we sold up and moved to Nottingham. Back then in the olden times, before these amazing buildings were even a sketch on an architect's board, we met in rooms, as we heard earlier, at the county ground, and where we helped pick up the chicken bones. We felt we'd come home. I distinctly recall each time I walked over the threshold of that building, my whole body sort of sighed with what I believe was a spiritual awareness that this was the place to call home. The things we loved and that drew us to join Trent back then are all still true today. So it's got nothing to do with the physical buildings, although these are amazing, but everything to do with being part of this expression of God's family that we call Trent. So... We got stuck in with various activities and ministries, including leading a couple of small groups. We've grown through serving, but in addition to doing, we have appreciated the emphasis on valuing being. We've enjoyed times of excitement and celebration and fun, but it has been times of challenge, the harder times and our response to them that has generated the most growth in our relationship with Jesus. For my part, years ago, I developed a growing sense that I was called to my workplace, particularly after some teaching on the theme of work. Over the years, through God's grace in opening doors, I've gone on with my career. And although in this respect I might look successful, my work has increasingly been a commitment which has demanded a lot of me. And at times I've had real struggles with pressure and stress and not always getting a healthy work-life balance. In fact, quite frequently not getting a healthy work-life balance. I sometimes describe myself as feeling like I'm sailing close to the wind and that I could flip over if I try to run any harder to meet responsibilities. Through all this, I found it a huge help to be open with God and with my friends here, to be honest about my struggles, to be vulnerable and to receive prayer. I cannot imagine how I would have coped and managed effectively not only with work pressures, but also in being a dad, a husband, a friend, and also in my walk with the Lord. As a people, we love to worship the Lord and pray for each other. This is just so precious, and it sets the culture and the atmosphere here. So this place has been and continues to be a safe place to be real. I've lost my place. We've encountered some hard times during our years here, both as a family and as individuals. I've experienced a period of depression a number of years ago. There have been parenting challenges along the way, family bereavements, and more recently, dealing with physical pain. In all these times, it has felt safe to share what's been going on, even though it's left me wide open to looking weak and not glued together. And for those of you who know me will agree, this is not my usual default position. Even at times when I've struggled to know what words to say when asking for prayer, I've known that I've been loved and cared for and surrounded by people who will just get on and pray anyway. Most importantly, I've let Jesus into every part of the ups and the downs. As I journeyed with him, I've experienced new levels of emotional healing and freedom to be more of who he has made me to be. I've increasingly learned that it's okay to be and to be seen as less than perfect and a bit broken. 
ultimately, what really matters is how he sees me and what my identity is in him. Thank you. <laughs> it's an ongoing process and I'm still learning. It isn't always easy and it isn't always pretty, but I keep finding myself on the receiving end of, as the worship song goes, the overwhelming, never-ending, reckless love of God. It always breaks me. He really is the best. So, looking back, the overwhelming sense we have is gratitude. We just love this place and all that Jesus is doing. We're so grateful to him, and we can't wait to see uh, the more that he has for all of us. Thank you. Thank you. And would you please welcome Liv. Hi, um, I'm Liv, I'm 15, and I'm a member of Trent Youth. <laughs> My parents and I have been coming to Trent now since January 2018, after being invited by some friends to the 2017 carol service. The people who we spoke to during our first time here were all so lovely, and they really made us feel at home and truly welcome to Trent. After this, we decided to come on a regular basis, which further allowed me to meet and connect with some amazing people within youth and settle right in. Before I came to Trent, I did believe in God, but I wasn't an active follower of Jesus, and nor did I realize what an amazing impact faith could have on me, and the amazing yet bumpy ride I was about to have with God by my side. Since being at Trent, I've been through ups and downs, from anxiety struggles to some difficult family situations. Yet, throughout all of these times, I was so lucky enough to have some amazing people and compassionate people around me who were all praying for me and supporting me during it all. My youth leaders were absolutely amazing, and my small group and other friends within youth were also caring and loving during this period, which I'm still so very grateful for. It was during these low points where I did feel most distant from God, but I never forgot that he loved me because through talks in youth, I was constantly reminded of his everlasting and unconditional care that he has over all of his sons and daughters and that I was indeed one of them. God had got me and I knew I could, could find in him during tough times and moments and he would respond and always be by my side. During DTI this year, a youth festival that us in Trent Youth have the opportunity to go to, we were all in ministry and I just felt such a blanket of peace fall over me. I felt overwhelming amounts of joy flood me, and I felt my anxiety, worry, and doubts leave instantly as I was meeting with the Holy Spirit. I'm in such awe of the positive change that has happened since then, as God has moved in me. I have gained so much more self-confidence, and I feel so much happier about myself as I feel free from the negativities that were holding me back before. As I've continued with my relationship with Jesus, he has placed a passion in my heart for worship, and I'm now involved with the worship team within youth as I play acoustic guitar on the week four band, which is pretty cool. Within worship, I've been so blessed with the opportunities to play in main church a few times as I was involved with the All Youth Band for the DTI promotional service as well as the Easter family service this year. For both, I was incredibly grateful to be a part of it all and it was such a fun time being able to worship and play alongside some incredibly talented and gifted young people. I've also previously been on the Connect team within youth once a month and I've really enjoyed being a part of Setup and of course welcoming all the young people to youth. It is so awesome being so involved, and it's great that I can give back to others who have helped me, as well as doing things to serve God and praise him. I'm so very grateful for the bonds that I have made with the people at Trent. It feels like another home to me, where I can just be myself um, and be with my closest mates, and obviously learn more about our Heavenly Father. 
I know I'm accepted for who I am and that Trent Youth is a place where I can just be myself and feel so appreciated by the people that are around me and ultimately God. A God that cares for us all. A God that no matter what, where I am, I can pray to. And ultimately a God that I believe can do immeasurably more in all of us. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. I'm so excited for what God has got in store for me. In this very moment of time, I don't know clearly enough what that looks like. But I know that I can keep praying about it and ask how he wants to use me for his glory. The next person sharing is Alex, and he's doing so via the screens. My name's Alex, and I'm a recovering alcoholic. I've been sober now for eight and a half years, and eight of those years have been when I've been coming to Trent, which I don't think is a big coincidence, really. Um, I, started, I was introduced into Trent by... Um, Ronnie Howard and John McGinley. Um, John McGinley basically invited me to um, help uh, with a delivery and, and um, collection of furniture at the Arches. Uh, John, uh, one day, uh, sort of, he, he took me to one side and said, you know, let's, let's, I want to show you something. And uh, what it was, he, he showed me into this warehouse with a carpet and a stage. And he said, uh, this, is, this is a church. And uh, I kind of looked at him a bit strangely, and I said, "Okay, John, it's left. if it's a church, it's a, it's, it's, it's great. Well done, <laughs> you know." And uh, said no more of it. And um, and then he invited me to uh, one of the services in the evening, and uh, it was a bit different because there was chairs, and there was people, and there was donuts, and there was tea, and there was coffee, and uh, and there was worship. And um, I'm from a Roman Catholic background, and. Uh, I'm more used to kind of uh, hymns, and this worship was like kind of loud, and uh, it was it was great. Um, and then um, there was preaching, and uh, a man came on with jeans and a, and a shirt, and I thought, right, that's a bit strange because again, Roman Catholic background, I wasn't used to that kind of, uh, um, you know, that um, that look, so to speak. Um, but what the guy was saying was was really powerful, and I, I remember thinking this is this is this is really useful because um, for me God was always quite distant um, it was a case of I was sitting in the you know in the pews and um, the priest at the altar and there seemed to be a distance not only between me and the priest but me and God as well and all of a sudden this guy will seem to be talking to me you know about issues that I had and at the same time um, it seemed that John and Ronnie were also talking about um, this Jesus person in the morning meeting. So there seemed to be a connection there, which made it very interesting and exciting. And I woke up the next morning um, thinking, this is, I like this, this is a good feeling because, all, you know, as a recovering alcoholic, there's a lot of fear, there's a lot of anxiety, and there's a lot of um, energy that you've spent by going out drinking, by buying your booze, by getting the money to get booze, everything. It's, it's your head's all messed up. And, um, and I had a sense of that, there was some, some sort of sense of focus and purpose when I was um, going to the arches and then getting into the arches itself. I mean, it's the, the, the delivering the furniture stuff is brilliant. 
But I met, you know, there's Ronnie and, and there's John, which are great, and, but Sue Borgozani was there, um, and she's an amazing woman, full of life, full of, she was just glowing with, uh, with something, the Holy Spirit, I guess. And uh, she seemed to take a real interest in my story, seemed to have a real interest in me as a person. Um, sort of that was genuine uh, kind of um, sort of in, uh, care. And, um, and, I, and I felt also that she seemed to uh, trust me, you know, in, uh, in so far that I, um, I, you know, I was on a power to change course to do with my recovery. And uh, I was able to, uh, she gave me the key to lock up the archers, for example, and that was a kind of a that sense of responsibility was so useful for me as a, as an individual, and in my recovery as well. You know, because I lost all that um, uh, when I was drinking. It, all that was just seemed to have gone, um, and also there was um, in the archers as well. That's where I met my wife, Beth. Uh, she worked in the laundry team, and um, she also ran the drugs clinic. And she just invited me to kind of um, help with the teas and coffees uh, for when the clients came in. And, um, and I said yes, and it's not just the arches. I mean, I've talked about the power to change courses, freedom in Christ courses, there's um, the Africa courses. There's so much that the uh, Trent Vineyard is, has, can, um, that, that's available for people to basically just get involved in. You know, this is, I'm just a normal person at the end of the day, and I've just said yes, and um, here I am now, eight and a half years later, um, a day at a time, by the grace of God, um, sober and very content. Could you please welcome Tommy? Hi, everyone. Um, my name's Tommy, and I'm an almost second year student midwife. I came to university around this time last year, apprehensive to find a church that felt like home. I've grown up attending and being hugely involved in church, but I've been going to my home church since I was two. So you can understand that I felt a bit like I was a part of the furniture and was unsure if I would find anything quite like it. I even made a little summer trip to Nottingham to visit a couple of churches before I officially moved. After a couple of weeks of church searching, I came to Trent and had a wonderful welcome by so many people, not only the student team, but other students and student small group leaders who were equally as enthusiastic. I was introduced to so many kind people that it took me a good few weeks to remember everyone's names. My church back home is also big, so I can understand how daunting it can feel for newcomers, but I had such an excellent welcome here that I had an inkling from that first week that I'd stay. A couple of weeks later, I was settled into a student small group and have met so many amazing students who are on fire for God, which is exactly what I need to encourage me in my faith when university culture can be so opposite to the life we're called to live with Jesus. I had inspiring and wise small group leaders who were that constant reminder of the caring hand of God. A few months down the line, and I started serving on the youth team. Seeing young people enthusiastic and eager to seek God is always refreshing and becoming part of the youth team community was another way I got to know more people who were for me and wanted to see me flourish in my relationship with God. As well as this, the youth team have been so gracious and accommodating of my ever-changing shift patterns, which took away a potentially added stress. As first year continued, it began to get even more hectic. 
My course runs in blocks of being in uni around nine to five, Monday to Friday, and then being on placement, working 12 and a half hour night and day shifts. It's hard work, but at the end of a difficult day or even week, I would find myself right back here with friends and leaders ready to listen, sympathize and encourage me, reminding me that God is for me and not against me. I've always been reminded of the verse in Romans 8:28 in the message translation. That's why we can be so sure that every detail in our lives of love for God is worked into something good. Earlier this year, before my generous four weeks off for summer, I began to struggle with my mental health, something that I've struggled with for a long time. This t time, it hit me in a way I've never experienced before. Through it all, Trent was my safe place. I felt no shame in sharing with close friends and leaders what was going on in my life. I had so many people praying for me and asking if there was anything that they could do to help. These people were the whisper of God to me when I felt like I didn't know where he was or how he could possibly be for me when I felt the way that I did. This was so important for me because it was that time of the academic year where most students were home for their long three to four month summers and I was trying to keep motivated to complete a two month block of placement. It could have easily been an isolating time, but with the support here at Trent, I'm so thankful for and so, so importantly to God for blessing me with this amazing support system. Sometimes the process of coming back to God after seasons of struggling with my mental health can be slow and tricky, but I truly don't know where I would be without the support of this amazing church family. Regardless of whether I felt like bringing my all to God throughout the week, I knew that I could come to Trent on a Sunday and give everything over to God in worship, have my faith renewed by the talks and have a supportive group of people send me back off into the week ahead. This year has flown by and I'm so excited for what God has for me in the next two years, and I'm thinking many more here at Trent. I'm going into second year excited to be co-leading a student small group and continuing to serve on the youth team. This church, as I've said already, feels like family, and I'm so glad that I've settled here. And lastly, would you please welcome Chris and Thevani. Hi, good evening. Um, I'm Chris. This is my wife, Thevani. Um, we have two daughters, Martha, who's seven, and Jasmine, who is two. So we first came to Trent Vineyard in December 2017 when we were invited by our friends Dan and Danny to come to the carol service with them. And following this, we came to Invitation Sunday, and then it was then that I enrolled on the Alpha course. It was about halfway through that course that I really understood who Jesus was and what he did for us so that we may have the personal relationship freely with God, which we were created to have. And so I guess that's when my relationship with Jesus started. It was also around that time uh, we, became, uh, we began coming to a few Sunday services here as a family even though I had no interest in becoming a Christian myself. But I found it such a welcoming and uplifting experience, from the smiles when we were greeted at the door, to the genuine care and interest shown by people that we were taught to, that I found myself wanting to come back anyway. I then also went on the Alpha course, the one after Thevani, and it was during that time that I discovered that God was actually really accessible and approachable. And he turned out to be a great father who works in ways that still leave me feeling lost for words. 
So in February this year, we were both baptized, which was a really powerful experience. And we love to come to this church because it delivers the word of God in such a positive and practical way. The message being delivered every week by real people whom we can relate to and identify with. It still amazes us that people we've never met chat to us either during the service, in the break, or after the service and share their stories and experiences and offer words of encouragement. It's also great that our children can learn about Jesus in such a fun and engaging way through Trent Kids. And by far the most profound experience in my short journey is actually getting to know God personally and seeing him work in my life. Uh, Since deciding to pursue a relationship with Jesus and beginning to pray, he led me to a job at Christian Charity, at first on a short-term contract. But when I expressed an interest in staying with the organization, as if by magic, a brand new permanent role appeared out of nowhere that just happened to have my name on it. And I remember one of my colleagues saying, Chris, I feel like this job was made just for you. And outside of work, I've enjoyed writing songs for many years. And since I've begun following Jesus, I've experienced the Holy Spirit placing a number of new songs in my heart. And it really humbles me that God actually takes the time to listen to and encourage me. And obviously, Trent Vineyard has been a big part of our journey of getting to know God. And it's great that we have the opportunity to get involved here as a way of giving back to him. So we love serving on teams at Trent because it really helps us to feel more a part of things and the church and means that we can make a difference. I serve in liftoff at Trent Kids on week four and Chris is on the car park team. And he was there this morning with our seven-year-old daughter with his big yellow hand. So being part of this church has really, be, has really had a big impact on our lives. And so we just want to say thank you to Trent Vineyard and a really happy birthday. Thank you. Wonderful. Thank you to all of you who have spoken, and thank you to the band who are on the way up. Thank you.